Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 26th of August. In a major setback to former Union Minister P. Chidambaram, the Supreme Court today refused to entertain a plea challenging the dismissal of his anticipatory bail in a corruption case lodged by the CBI in the INX media scam. The Apex Court said his petition has become infructuous as Chidambaram has already been arrested by the investigating agency. His petition challenging his CBI custody was not listed for a hearing at the top court. The CBI has accused Chidambaram for facilitating a huge infusion of foreign funds into INX Media in 2007 when he was a finance minister. He is said to have done it at the instance of his son Karti Chidambaram who allegedly received kickbacks for his role. The Enforcement Directorate, too, has filed a money laundering case linked to the INX media allegations. Last week, the Supreme Court had restrained the agency from arresting him until today. The court is now hearing Chidambaram's plea against an arrest by the Enforcement Directorate. According to the UP government, the hero's welcome given to the men accused of inciting violence in Bulansheher, in which a police officer was killed last December, was no big deal. Seven of the 33 men accused in the case were released on bail last week. They were welcomed with garlands and chants of Jai Shri Ram by right-wing activists. Those released on bail on Saturday include Shikhar Agarwal, the former chief of a local BJP youth wing, Hemu and Upendra Raghav, who are part of a right-wing group, a former army man identified as Jitu Foji, Saurav and Rohit Raghav. The videos of the welcome party caused an outrage amongst the opposition after they were shared on social media. UP Deputy Chief Minister KP Moria even went a step ahead and said, and I quote, If supporters of people who have been released from jail welcome them, the government and BJP have nothing to do with it. The opposition should not make a mountain out of a molehill. Unquote. Wow. These men were accused of inciting violence at a village after carcasses of 25 cows were found in a nearby forest in December last year. Inspector Subodh Kumar Singh was attacked by a mob of around 400 people when he went to calm the mob down. According to the police, a man with an axe chopped off two of his fingers and hit him on the head. Others shot at him. His body was found abandoned in a field inside his official police car. In a video of the attack that surfaced later, a crowd could be seen open-firing and shouting, Goli Maro! Two highly irresponsible journalists and four others were arrested for unauthorised entry into a prohibited area of Gir Wildlife Sanctuary in Gujarat's Junagar district yesterday. And I'm not sorry for calling them highly irresponsible because do you know what they were doing? Here's what the Chief Conservator of Forests of Junagar Wildlife Circle said in an official statement. And I quote, they were chasing lions and harassing the animals during mating. Our staff, who were patrolling the area, caught them red-handed and arrested them under various sections of the Wildlife Protection Act. Unquote. These guys were tracking and chasing a pride of lions, shining torchlights in their faces and recording videos. The six were arrested under Section 9 of the Wildlife Protection Act. Two of the six accused were granted bail by a local court, The remaining four complained to the judicial magistrate of ill-treatment while they were in custody of the forest department. How ironic. The court ordered the four to be re-examined medically at Junagar Civil Hospital. These four have also been granted bail. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is in a meeting with US President Donald Trump on the sidelines of the G7 summit in France today. Their last meeting was in June in Osaka during the G20 summit. 
so much has happened ever since they sure have a lot of catching up to do especially on the kashmir issue trump has been constantly and openly expressing his desire to play the role of a mediator between india and pakistan during pakistan prime minister imran khan's us visit trump told khan and the world media that modi had apparently asked him during his meeting in osaka to mediate in the matter things got a little embarrassing after india's ministry of external affairs denied the occurrence of such a conversation examination of transcripts of meetings in osaka soon followed and the us department of state had to take back trump's remarks but trump is trump nothing can deter the man recently trump held long conversations with khan and modi over the phone asking them to exercise restraint Coming back to the G7 summit as you might know India is not a member of the G7 or group 7 of the world's most advanced economies according to IMF data but Modi is in France on the invitation of president Emmanuel Macron the prime minister is expected to talk on sessions on environment climate oceans and digital transformation apart from these he will also have bilateral talks with leaders of other countries participating in the two day summit Padmashri awardee PV Sindhu made history when she bagged the gold medal at BWF World Championship yesterday in Switzerland. In the final match, Sindhu dominated the 36 minutes of play as she defeated Nozomi Okuhara of Japan. This is Sindhu's fifth medal in this tournament's history. With an aggressive body language and Pulela Gopichand, one of the best coaches in the world at her side, this win was long overdue. Even though she had won two silver and bronze medals each in earlier editions of the tournament, there is nothing that can quite match the shine of scoring a gold. The weekend turned out to be even better as another Indian, B Sai Pranith, also stood at the winning podium on Sunday, making it the most successful World Championships for India. He became the second Indian male shuttler after Prakash Padukone to win a medal at this all-important tournament when he won the bronze medal in the men's single category. No matter how bleak things get for India in other departments, its future in badminton sure looks bright. Donald Trump apparently on more than one occasion suggested that the US military should bomb hurricanes in order to disrupt them before they make landfall. According to a US news website, in a meeting with top national and homeland security officials about the threat of hurricanes, the president said and I quote, "I got it. I got it. Why don't we nuke them?" They start forming off the coast of Africa as they're moving across the Atlantic. We drop a bomb on the inside of the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts. Why can't we do it? Unquote. What's next, Mr. Trump? Will you also nuke floods, tsunamis? I don't know. You really scare me sometimes. Quoting unnamed sources who were present at the meeting, the news report said that the response from one of the officials present at the meeting was, and I quote, We'll look into this. Unquote. Following reports that President Donald Trump wanted to explore the option, a US scientific agency said using nuclear weapons to destroy hurricanes is not a good idea. They obviously put it quite mildly. 3 hours earlier, however, Trump tweeted and I quote, "The story by Axios that President Donald Trump wanted to blow up large hurricanes with nuclear weapons prior to reaching the shore is ridiculous. I never said this. Just more fake news." Unquote. Trump has faced sharp criticism over his responses to natural disasters, especially after Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico in 2017, killing nearly 3,000 people. When Trump visited the island in 2017, he said it was not a real catastrophe. 
He also told Puerto Ricans, and I quote, I hate to tell you, Puerto Rico, but you've thrown our budget a little out of whack because we spend a lot of money on Puerto Rico and that's fine. We saved a lot of lives, unquote. In the wake of the widespread public criticisms of its handling of Hurricane Maria, the Trump administration is making extra efforts to prepare for hurricane season this year. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Since 2014, there has been an increase in high-profile arrests. These were stories that made headlines and captured a vast number of column space and primetime hours with rumours running high. Read Anusuya's quick refresher on some of the major ones on Newslaundry.com. We at Newslaundry want to bring you details of ownership patterns in big news houses so you know where your news is coming from. To help us dig deep into the business of news in India, we need your support. Contribute to Newslaundry Sena's Who Owns Your Media project. Go to www.newslaundry.com sena and find the Who Owns Your Media project. Select your Newslaundry Sena membership level and click on Add and then proceed to payment. If you face any issues while paying on the website, you can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me newslaundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.